Hi, this is Yarek and Marcin from Let's Behave Podcast. You are always missing what you are not trained to notice. So we're here to help you build a foundation that enables you to hear or see what is not being said. Today, we will be talking about self-assurance and how to observe if someone is confident, lacks confidence, or just trying to be perceived as confident. We'll talk about verbal and non-verbal aspects of being confident. But first, maybe let's define what self-confidence is and um, what traits do we associate with it. So usually we connect confident people with um, those who have clear vision of who they are uh, and uh, what they want to achieve. They don't give up easily and they are persistent. And I think the feeling part uh, is, um, is crucial. I mean, that they feel... The, the confidence. Uh, so being self-confident means, means being aware and certain of your values, uh, traits, the way you think, or what's important in your life. So it's about taking ownership and uh, trusting in your own abilities. Yeah, and it's always a part of where if we're lacking confidence, we try to compensate somehow in order to show others we are better than we think we are, or show others or show ourselves and prove ourselves. Um, and, you know, I, I just said, then we think we are, which mm. is actually true because as we naturally tend to think lower of ourselves. Yeah, this is a really interesting point that you're making here. Um, that makes me think about a recent quote I read in a book by Chase Jarvis on creativity. And I quote, often we measure the stakes all wrong, valuing our dignity far too much and our integrity far too little. And I think, you know, when, when we value dignity way too much over the integrity, uh, of, of who you are and how we behave, we tend to compensate. And I think we tend to always compensate. Yeah, and continuing with my, you know, lack vision. And unfortunately, as we all know, having different people around us, we notice how this works. And we can always pick, I mean, always. I mean, it's much easier to pick people we hang out with uh, and to do the elimination somehow or, or decide. Um, but it's not necessarily... Uh, in the work environment. It's not that easy for us to, to change very quickly, uh, mm. where we often encounter managers, leaders, peers who value their dignity too much uh, and taking pure pleasure, okay, maybe not pure, but pleasure, uh, showing others who is right or wrong only to compensate. Uh, but hopefully those who listen have no experience or small experience with those, I believe. Fingers crossed for that. Mm. Uh, we can notice the lack of uh, self-confidence in, in, in the characters that you just mentioned um, and those that although might seem to be on top of things, you know, but their egos are crumbling, yet um, uh, they would like you to, to, to see it the other way around. And thus they compensate for the lack of confidence with other behaviors and kind of, I think it's kind of a theat uh, theatrical way of being. You know, those people might uh, always be deliberately speaking louder than others, for instance, mm. uh, just to be heard or constantly interrupting or because they are afraid, I don't know, not to be heard. Yeah, and you mean louder than others, it doesn't mean that, because, you know, confident people are actually speaking louder than others, but louder as, a, as if interrupting. As if interrupting, yeah. as if, uh, again, uh, theatrical aspect, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so... <laughs> way louder than others would expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Than the norm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or they are using others as fuel to build self-perception uh, by throwing others off or showing they're wrong to feel superior when we know um, argument is not about winning, but progress, as someone uh, wise said. Um, and, and you might be wondering, 
how such people with lack of self-confidence are able to climb the corporate ladder so high and maintain their position for years, and this happened you know, really often. Uh, different, uh, yet very interesting one, but I guess it's not the subject. <laughs> <clears throat> this is tempting. I know this is tempting for us to go in this in this subject, but I think it's it's not for today's episode. Uh, definitely for maybe a separate one. Um, so lots of thoughts uh, probably yeah. to share regarding this one. Mm. Um, and, okay, so and yeah. So sorry for it. So so where we were with the self confidence att attribute. Let's maybe bring some meat to the game. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's talk about self con how self confidence looks like, uh, starting from uh, nonverbals. So I, I'd like to share three examples: uh, slow movements, taking space, and um, the way way we dress. And before we start the examples uh, we'll be making in this episode, um, should not be taken as something that guarantees your observations to be accurate. You know, always look for context, congruent behavior, and clusters. So clusters, at least three different cues confirming what you see. And only then you can significantly inc increase your likelihood of a good assessment, yet never having 100% uh, certainty of what you see. So <clears throat> people who are self-confident usually, usually are not easily rushed, right? So their movements are slower, they're more relaxed, they um, use gestures uh, less or more slowly. And uh, oftentimes uh, they even use, uh, like I said, less gestures. So only the necessary ones to convey um, what they want to share with, with others. Uh, they do not fidget on the chair. They don't touch their face uh, that often as people who are, for instance, stressed. Um, it's it's very so it's very yeah. tricky what you're saying because the uh, you mentioned about the you know that th these people we can observe that you know because of th these traits that the, these people are not confident yet in the same time even if someone th that's that is so important to do the mm, baseline uh, because some might be yeah. in general this kind of uh, person uh, so but the thing is. Even though you are this person and you are rushing or making a lot of gestures, you are perceived as person not confident. Yeah. So, so, so you are, um, so you are blocking your potential, or you are doing the, the, the you're b building the wall in understanding <laughs> you by others that you are confident. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it does. Um, and the, the third sa side of the coin For here those who listen to <laughs> yeah uh, and the third side of the coin uh, if there would be yeah if there would be any um, is I think that you know there is a there is a very vague line um, uh, in terms of being yourself and in terms of uh, being aware uh, how others might perceive you so it doesn't mean what we are saying, it doesn't mean that you have to change your behavior, even if you are, you know, uh, speaking fast, which we will get to uh, in a second, or or um, tend to be more active in terms of your body on, on meetings, because that's who you are, because that's your nervous system, that's how you behave, that's you, how you were brought. Uh, but always, it's always good to uh, to perhaps reflect and see if some of those behaviors aren't uh, actually... Uh, from a different uh, intention of of uh, you know 
the brain leaking that one is afraid of something. So introspecting on, on what, how you behave. Um, mm. uh, one more thing that I wanted uh, to mention here is that... Um, so no rushing, no slower uh, yeah. gestures, uh, otherwise whatever you are whoever you are and whatever mm, temper you have you are perceived as as a person without i mean with less confidence uh, that yeah that might happen and uh, also self uh, soothing behaviors so uh, caressing your thighs or um, oftentimes touching your your face um, in, in different ways and i link an article from john avaro on this so you can read more um, s those those uh, behaviors might be taken as lack of confidence. Um, and sometimes also just to mention uh, confident behaviors that uh, that uh, behaviors that I described as confident might be viewed might, might be uh, people compensating for the lack of uh, confidence. but we, I think we'll talk about this later. Yeah. Um, the second one is taking up space. So when somebody, um, when you see somebody relaxed, when you are relaxed, you can notice that you usually take more space because your body is kind of, um, uh, again, relaxed. It, it isn't closed. Um, an example would be, for instance, when you are on a meeting, uh, holding your uh, hands interlaced behind your head. And um, again, according to John Navarro, this um, behavior is usually... Um, the senior person at the meeting that, that will pose that way. Um, and on the other hand, someone that is not feeling confi confident might do this behavior in order to feel confident or in order to look like uh, they are confident. So again, what, what Jarek mentioned in terms of uh, baseline, this is really important uh, in the context of the situation. Yeah. And last but not least... Um, um, so maybe not last but not least, but to, to recap, confident people are not constricting their body and, and tend to have their hands more relaxed. You know, sometimes one hand can reside on a chair next to next to them that is free. Um, and um, uh, the, 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 the legs being relaxed, the, the hands being relaxed also, of course, depends on how you are dressed. So a woman in tight dress will be be more constricted by... Uh, by design uh, than uh, a woman in jeans, right? In terms of legs, for instance. So what you're saying is that if, if, if you wear jeans as a woman, it's harder for you to look confident. No, uh, it might be... Th no, that, that's, that's... I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when a woman uh, is uh, wearing a tight dress, uh, her um, legs are more constricted, so it's uh, this may give the signal to the brain to be a bit more tense, depending on what how the other body, the other parts of body react. But um, uh, it's harder to 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 be relaxed in a tight dress, in in, in anything <laughs> tight, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's worth mentioning here uh, the, with the, uh, about this two minutes um, scenario or two minutes rule where uh, actually whatever you do and whatever for whatever reason and intention if you are tight if, if you keep your legs crossed or you, if you keep your hands crossed um, or you look down um, uh, you give as a you know as a uh, as the owner of this body <laughs> uh, the signal to your brain that listen for some reason I uh, ask you to be in a um, stress mode 
because uh, something's going to happen. I need to be, def you know, defending myself. Um, and the brain then picks it up and uh, release um, uh, cortisol, which is the stress yeah. hormone, as we know. Uh, and uh, and the two minutes of crossing arms or being tight in a tight position is enough for brain to pick it up and then to put you in the stress uh, in a stress mode uh, so that's why being more relaxed fighting for 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 a space uh, and have your hands open and um, uh, it's much uh, it's much um, influential yeah, um, uh, and more, um, more uh, in integrate. Uh, I th I think any body position uh, that is unnaturally sm small, so to speak. So, uh, constricted hands very close uh, together, constricted legs very close together. Body position um, uh, bent slightly, uh, looking uh, looking down. You know, when people are stressed, they make themselves smaller, right? If they are not yeah. confident, they make their bodies smaller. Um, uh, as it's a like with animals, yeah, yeah. They, they they act bigger. You know, if there is a predator, listen, I'm I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good and example. If, yeah, if so you watch, yeah. Go, go. <laughs> now I'm thinking about the recruitment process when you see the people sitting in front of the meeting room or before interviews and flipping, you know, uh, looking at their iPhone, uh, looking down with their legs crossed. If you do that, I mean, you give signal to the brain, listen, I need to be, to be in a stress mode. And then you go to the meeting room and then you are more stressed. You are not natural. Uh, and and your brain and then you say, oh damn, why I was stressed? And then your brain, wait a minute, you asked me to be stressed. So why <laughs> you? I mean, please decide, you know. Yeah. But so so you can so the nature has has given us the tools and 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 ways of um, of relaxing, of relaxation, or um, uh, communicating with our you know nervous system of uh, how I want to behave. Uh, but I just we need to have this knowledge and put it in practice. So so on the other hand. Before the meeting, you might go to the toilet or you might just jump. I mean, however you will be perceived then. <laughs> but, uh, you Jumping might, you, in you, the toilet, you mean? Yeah, talking about <laughs> confidence, you'll be looking confident, a little bit maybe, you know, but, uh, but confident for sure to do that, you know, before the In meeting. this context, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like this guy is confident. Uh, yeah, but no. So uh, uh, to do that before the meeting. So, so you, we can... Uh, manage it so we can manage it so 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 and so that's one part of the story uh, yeah you are touching on the topic of power posing that was yeah. first introduced by amy caddy that yeah. that had yeah. some uh, controversies yeah. around that uh, but she proved uh, uh, her point after years yeah 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 and and we'll link an article in forbes about that uh, about the journey and um, what power posing means and but regarding the topic of of dress uh, i have a Fun fact, let's say, uh, from a movie on um, Netflix. Here comes the fun fact. <laughs> from a movie on Netflix some time ago titled Inventing Anna, uh, that's uh, based on real events. Uh, and uh, highly recommended uh, in terms of uh, self confidence, faking self confidence, and how confidence can do wonders in a way. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, uh, it is all based on a lie. 
uh, by the main um, character so so she was faking it uh, all the time but i, I digress <clears throat> the main character anna is seeing um eating at a very expensive restaurant where people come uh, on you know on special occasions they dress well very nicely to celebrate important events and she's seen there in a hoodie and a jog you know jogging pants and if if that was nothing special you know this is how she rolls and um <clears throat> i think this can be seen you know in different ways first okay as true self con you know true self confidence of uh, of you know i don't care this is my normal life this is how i feel comfortable and or the other way showing off you know in order to be distinguished from the rest because everyone is dressed nicely and you are kind yeah. of different right so you mm. people see you people notice you yeah. um so true confidence doesn't need to show off or prove anything it's from uh, within it's raw within, yeah. It's more self-directed rather than you know an effect of the external forces, uh, yeah. so to speak. So these were, of course, there are different um, uh, non-verbals, clues, and traits, and you know what we can observe and say if someone is confident or not. But I think you touched the the most important ones, um, which is the not the taking space, um, you know, being aware of your body uh, and uh, and not you know not being tight or having your uh, hands crossed because it's one how you communicate with your brain and second how the others perceive you, um, uh, and you also said about you know not rushing and and uh, moving movement a little bit slower in order to for you to collect the thoughts and for others to perceive you as a confident person uh, and also you mentioned about the how how our um, dress can influence um, our behavior there are different studies on that and i think it's also a different subject and like a dress uh, and how you feel about it but we might touch it on a different episode yeah um, one thing though about yeah. uh, dressing there there's an expression um um uh, stressed but well uh, uh, yes also <laughs> but stressed but well dressed so well, yeah exactly yeah. so uh you know how you dress can also give you this extra edge of feeling confident if if perhaps the situation you are uh, presented with is quite new or challenging for you so wearing your you know the, the clothes that you feel comfortable in and um, the ones that um, make you feel good, basically, is, yeah. is also something that can help you in those situations. So we we don't say that it's. Um, I'm it's not like trying to say this is uh, this shouldn't be, you know, uh, used for because um, confident people, you know, don't care. No, this is also an important factor. I think. Yeah, it's like dress how you want to feel. Uh, or yeah. Dress or listen to music. Uh, or put the music that would make you put you in the mood you want to be in. No. Uh, so, for example, if you're going, you know, for a r really tough business meeting um, where there's a lot of logic, uh, you would need to wear or suit or something very smart in order for you to to take those traits uh, <laughs> and yeah. and uh, and and be more um, exposed and those traits to be more exposed. Yeah. And that's a different study as well. Do we have this study uh, actually about dress, or we put it on another episode? Maybe on another one because yeah. we have okay. we have a lot of, of stuff yeah. um, coming up. But in terms of dress, yeah. one more thing: R remote work, right? <laughs> I, I mean, this is so such a yeah. big topic. One small thing, you know. We ain't gonna have nice thoughts for uh, for a different <laughs> episode regarding dresses if we're gonna use it at all. Yeah, uh, regard regarding uh, how you dress, you know, in remote work, right? During the yeah. pandemic. Um, 
you you could be sitting in sweatpants or you can uh, be dressing as you normally would for for the office and that yeah. makes you feel different you react a bit differently because yes. you feel that you're you know prepared this is the same conversation you had to, you would have in the office you want to look good you want to feel good you know yeah so All right so we <laughs> yeah just to cut so that was about nonverbals and uh, surely we did not as i said named mentioned all of them however most uh frequent i'd say uh no um and uh, three three most important ones or, yeah. or the most distinguishable ones there, there are lots then lots we we would have to talk for hours yeah uh, and happy that. to hear from you how else you notice real confidence uh, from others uh, or what makes you feel confident i mean if you put something on or you behave in some way we will we would be very happy uh, to hear it from you yep. so uh, so next way uh, uh, to observe self confidence are also verbal clues um verbals so so it means like what we hear yeah so um it was mentioned about being rushed or you know just gesticulating very quickly but also speaking slowly so if someone speaks mm. slower uh, <coughs> and make longer pauses pauses um it it's also a trait and also uh, a sign of confidence uh, because someone needs to collect thoughts in order to respond or uh, or give you pause in order for you to think about think about something they're not That's afraid to take the time right uh, yeah. for the pause exactly. it doesn't it's not stressful for them yeah yeah and, and you know what throughout this conversation i think i'm speaking a little bit slower now because we're talking about it uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know. But that's but your normal trait to speak uh, yeah, faster, speak. right? Exactly. This is normal for you. Yeah, so yeah. and I'm that's why I'm sometimes perceived as not confident. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I need to think about it anyway. But so uh so speaking slowly, uh longer pauses, um if someone does it, if you will do it, if you will implement it, if you work with it, um one, as you remember from the our episodes on body language, it communicates both ways, it communicates to others and communicates to you. So it will bring you more confidence when you will speak slowly, slower, uh, and give and longer pauses. And on the other hand, you will be perceived more as more confident. Um, uh, and and that happens, as we know, there's a if there's a meeting and there's a lot of going on, if someone is starting to speak slowing slow, uh, loud but slow, uh, uh, in a nice rhythm, mm, the whole. Um, mm, noise around will adjust to the mm. person who is confident and speaking something slower and in a good rhythm <coughs> you're that's funny i mean yeah. you should try it that's funny i mean when you when you see, when you hear noise around and you start speaking loud but slow and give pauses in the nice rhythm then people will eventually gradually speak um and start listening to you and your your, vo your words will uh, be carried with more significance. Yes, Peop people yes. will be more. Um, they will have more more weight to them. Yeah, exactly, exactly, because the the brain catches the difference uh, and catches the integrity. Um, and also, that's the, that's the first trait, uh, verbal. The second one is lower pitch vo of voice, which means. When you speak lower, it is proven, and we have studies on that. Do we? <coughs> we? Yes, yes, yeah, we have. Yes. Uh, with one example regarding, uh, I wasn't confident. Answer, like, well, I think <laughs> yes, I think we have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, we have it. Had to yeah. be a water. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
so yeah, so the lower pitch of voice, well, at some at least um, uh, limit, uh, the the better. You're more influensive, um, and the study shows that uh, women actually, uh, throughout history, like for the last uh, tens of years, in general, started speaking uh, with a lower pitch of voice. Yeah, Th this is uh, the research that we have. I didn't want to spoil that, you know. <laughs> that's uh, why I said. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So, so we have that, and uh, but also, you know, without res this research, I myself noticed that. And I noticed by myself when I try to speak to someone in the, you know, in the, um, uh, in, in in the county or you know about some really formal issues, papers, um, something to be done in uh, in you know in tax office or whatever, I always lower my voice, and try to speak slower, uh, and giving pauses. Mm. And that's funny because normally I don't do that, but when you <laughs> and my wife always notice that, you know, like. She's like, oh, you change voice all the time, you know? <laughs> and it doesn't matter, someone, t someone think, but it doesn't matter if I speak to a man or a woman, but it's just, it's just this, this pitch, uh, how important it is. Um, so speaking slower, give longer pauses, and speak slower, uh, lower. Lower yeah. and slower. That's what I was talking about, limit. You know, I was like, all right, man, I, mean, I, I think I want this apple. You know, like, I don't know, it's gonna <laughs> feel as a, yeah, but yeah, so, and sometimes just a little bit, you know, a little regression. If we talk talk about someone trying to be um, more confident uh, by uh, lowering the pitch of voice, uh, but didn't practice it uh, and try for by force doing it, and you know that oh, someone is uh, try to be confident. No, yeah, <laughs> too much, to, too much. <coughs> yeah, um, it's like it's like the taking space. So if you take space too much, if you are your hands are so over, uh, you know other people's shoulders, oh, <laughs> shoulders, some might think, oh, taking space, it's a sign of confidence. But this over, <laughs> uh, yeah. over behavior, uh, it's the same with the tone of voice. It's not natural for someone. It's if it's different than normal. Someone speaks, yeah, I wanna, and then, well, I wanna, then you know that something is, you know, something. Is, I mean, it's conscious. Uh, conscious <coughs> behavior. Yeah, two things to add here. Um, yeah. One thing is, you know, the contrary. So higher pitch of voice when somebody is stressed is often due to constricted muscles uh, on that's your neck. So yeah. th that's that's why the voice is, is of higher pitch. And one thing that, that you touched on um, and that the, the, <coughs> the um, research um, in a video, in a short video uh, from, from one television, uh, on how women's voice has changed uh, throughout the last 50 years. Th th I mean, this is, th this is am am amazing in a, in, in a negative way um, because it's connected with more and more women being, being and contributing to where previously men tend to be. Yeah, and yeah. and they wanted to, to th their voice has changed because they needed to adjust to, to mainly masculine surroundings yeah unfortunately maybe, i don't know yeah, yeah. But, but but maybe you know at some point when you do something and you see it works then you try to repeat it or yeah. when you observe something that works you try to repeat it so sometimes consciously but here we bring unconscious things to the conscious uh, to your, to your consciousness uh, so so hopefully that's uh, that's uh, that gives a little bit of value here um, 
Yeah. I What's mean, next? And as you said about the higher pitch of voice, it's one of the the most um, about someone being lying or or being under stress. If someone change the voice in the conversation and change the voice into higher pitch. Um, so if we're talking about the self-confidence and variables, so we had the speaking slowly and do the longer pauses and lower, do everything in order to have the lower pitch of voice. Um, and if someone is maintaining the tone throughout the conversation, it also is uh, a, a variable signal of him, her being confident as well. So if at some stage I speak to someone and then I lower my voice or I you know, bring my voice up, then it means that I'm doing something deliberately, one, to be more confident, to give myself more confidence, confidence, or I'm stressed because I put, I, 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 I changed my pitch of voice. So, um, you know, so, so verbal clues, I think that's very easy to spot that, is, that I just mentioned. Um, and of course, while we're talking about the verbal clues, I just want to give like a couple of things that comes to my mind regarding what actually we're saying that might be taken as uh, as as us being not confident, um, for example, and this is very common. Um, be careful about be careful excuses. I mean, word excuse me, uh, or I'm sorry. You know, like of course, if something is happening and you you know and you really should apologize, then I'm sorry and sorry is really fair. But I don't know if you, but I got you know. In my experience, I've met a lot of people who actually, for no reason, uh, obvious reason, are saying, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, or sorry, I'm sorry. Please have in mind that saying too many times I'm sorry is breaking your confidence. That's one. Again, someone who listens to you, then he might perceive or she might perceive you as more less confident person because you say sorry because of, I don't even understand why. It loses uh, its meaning. And it loses its meaning. And... Two, when you say sorry a, a lot uh, to others, you remember you always, that's your internal dialogue as well. So you say sorry to yourself all the time. And I'm not, you know, want to break down to, to re really deep meaning of, of putting yourself in a, in a victim uh, mode. But what you think about yourself, what you're saying to others and to yourself, it's really important. It's really, it, it really matters. So when you speak sorry, I'm sorry, excuse me, everywhere to everyone for no big reason, then uh, you're speaking it to yourself and your brain thinks, oh my God, I make so many mistakes. <coughs> yeah. uh, and that's really important to understand and to, uh, to, to, to remember. This is, this is a good point regarding something I think that we mentioned in one of the first episodes regarding introspection. If we didn't, then I'm saying it now regarding introspection. So you, you, the, the things that we are sharing here is not only something that you can observe in others, but you can observe it also in yourself. And by observing it in yourself, you can introspect what's going on in your own head, why yeah. you are behaving in such yeah. a way. What does it mean? Where, where's the source of this behavior? What's the intention of this behavior, um, uh, conscious or unconscious? Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And the other variable clue that just comes to my mind is uh, is people would, you know, um, in the work environment especially because you know you you sabotage many times yourself, um, uh, and in this case, this expression is overused. Can I talk to you? Or can I please talk to you? 
uh, or please. Again, it's it's nice, it's polite. However, when it's used too too many times, it means that you want approval from ev from someone. So when you ask uh, for approval for from someone, again, it's an internal dialogue. So I'm in the position that I need to ask everyone for uh, approval. So it means that someone will make a decision whether I can speak to him or I can do something with him or her, uh, which might, again, break, not break, maybe it's a too big word, but, but have impact on your confidence. Uh, who I am in this relation, who I am in this world. Um, someone else is judging me and then I need to adjust. Uh, so that's why it's really important for you uh, to understand from the communication point of view, it's much better to say, listen, I need to talk to you or, or to, to express your need, to express what you want to achieve uh, without um, asking a question. Of course, again, asking a question is not a bad thing. However, if, you, if it's repeated many, many times for different, different people in work environment or people around you, then it's internal dialogue again who, that uh, that uh, would put you in a situation where I need a permission from someone, and then I listen to this permission. While when you when you convert and change it into listen, I need to speak to you. I need that. Can you help me? Or I need. And then it's much. Um, it's much um, uh, important. It's much. Uh, I forgot the word. Uh, uh, effective. Mm. Uh, and good for your confidence uh, because then you put yourself in a relation uh, on an equal relation with uh, with someone just expressing your your need and what you want it comes from within and not uh, and waiting for someone to judge is it right or wrong this this makes me think about <clears throat> something that uh, I sometimes um, see in 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 professional aspect when um, you know, the, the, the it's it's something I think underestimated a lot the intention and the mindset with which you come to a conversation, because even if you are not on partnership relations uh, in terms of hierarchy in the company, you can uh, significantly improve your situation. Of course, depending on the scenario, but with coming to the table as equal as partner your behaviors follow that, what you say follows that. Exactly. And, and <clears throat> having this mindset, working on this mindset throughout months, years sometimes, um, you then can create scenarios that other cannot because they are, you know, always um, following the social, either social norm or the system and so on. And you can, you can influence that differently with, with, uh, with, being aware with what intention do you come to those conversations also those that you mentioned and so that is in all areas yeah like all areas talk, of life yeah. if you talk to anyone in a relation you want to meet someone it's much effective and more confident when you say listen i need i want to dance with you or i i want to go out with you uh, or i need or i i want um i really care about this being done it's much more confident than than asking a person a question. Can I dance with you, or can I ask you for a girl? You know, no. Uh, if you want to do something, just do it. 
yeah, if you want to just express it, and you're going to express it and see the reaction, you know. Um, okay, yeah. so I think... Well, so recapping, uh, yeah. we had, you mentioned three examples regarding um, what we say and how we say it. So how we say it, speaking slowly, uh, maintaining pauses, giving yourself time to think. Don't do it artificially, just give yourself time to think. Um, lower pitch of voice is connected with higher confidence. Don't overuse that, right? Don't yeah, don't go yeah. don't go too low. This is too low for me, for instance, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, ma maintained kind of uh, tone throughout the conversation connects uh, c connects in uh, connects um, uh, to my mind with with a melody. Pe people like to to, to hear. That's why we like music and and co consistent beat, right? Um, the because it, the rhythm, uh, and then you mentioned three things, uh, three or two things actually. Uh, basically, I would call it asking for permission, uh, or, or 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 kind of um, <laughs> maybe not feeling sorry for yourself. That's overemphasizing it, uh, but basically, for me, it boils down to to saying what you need. Um, and to to ex just expressing what you want to achieve, and and, and what 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 you need from others. Yeah, and I to be honest, I can really see many people saying because we did it on the workshops. People say, "Well, I ask question and it's good for me. It might work for you." Okay, fair enough. However, you will not um, lie to your brain. Um, <laughs> I mean, you remember about two things: you communicate to others and you communicate to yourself. Uh, and especially when you are in work environment. Uh, if someone is a boss, very confident boss, and it, he or she hears from you, can I talk to you or can I speak to you? Can I have a word with you? Unconsciously, this person will think much lower than you, uh, of you, uh, than you would say, listen, I need to talk to you. Yeah? Could you find a minute? Yeah? Or, of course, it's still a question, but I need to talk to you. You always need to express your, your, your need. I think it also um, and sorry uh, we, we touched sorry again yeah, yeah. sorry <coughs> asking sorry, too sorry, too sorry Martin interruption <laughs> asking too many too many uh, questions also creates artificial noise in the conversation you know uh, the, mm. the, you ask those questions wait for the answer you, you know people will will think you just cut to the chase what do you want <laughs> you're writing unless you are on a date something. and you want <laughs> yeah. some yeah you want to show that you are interested. Yeah. You are sure you want to show you're interested. You are interested, yeah, but yeah. Okay, that's a different again. All right, a yeah. few things uh, from another angle uh, on self-confidence. Um, in short, um, so there are some behaviors in, in, in conversations, in meetings that, that um, signify that somebody is um, self-confident. One of those things is giving others um, space to speak. So behavior, yeah. So yeah, yeah behavior behaviors, uh, giving others uh, space to speak. So you don't need to always be, you know, take the stage and have the last word on the meeting. You're comfortable with others uh, speaking, uh, sometimes talking more, talking less, but you, you, you kind of feel confident in those situations. Uh, also, which goes to being open to different opinions or arguments, right? Yeah, so if I, I, yeah there's one thing I just want to... Yeah. Uh, actually agree on uh, have the last uh, you don't need to have a last word on me on a meeting of course it's an expression uh, saying yeah. that i need to finish every argument or i need to have my last word uh, you know there are different leaders and you know there are different managers and i think one of the most 
influential way to show your confidence and and bring your confidence to the conscious of others. <laughs> Let's put it this way: is very good leaders, the best leaders are listen, uh, actually are having the last word, but in the meaning that they are listening to others speaking, and they are in the background or they are listening a lot. Sometimes ask question, but listening, and then. After everyone is using their arguments, they are observed, they collect thought, thoughts, um, they structureize it, and then they are the ones who have the last word saying, listen guys, I listened to this and I think this and this. So they are, many times they are calm, they don't get involved in their arguments, they observe, and then that's a nice, that's a really good influential um, tool, uh, please observe that. If you have a good leader, or if you're, if you're a leader, or if you're, you're a person being on different uh, meetings, be the last to ask the question or be the last to summarize it. Yeah, that, that's also connected with um, not needing to, to, um, to find yourself in the conversation, being comfortable with not saying anything and with... Um, some expect social expectations that might be in your head that yeah I should speak up I'm kind of silent what would they think you don't have yeah. that because yeah. you are confident you are just listening you know why yeah. you are there you, and you know smart. what's the purpose yeah because sometimes you don't know what to say <laughs> but you are a smart person and you are co you have a lot of common sense and then you observe different people you share their arguments screaming you know and and having different thoughts and then you observe and then you calculate and then you have one summary which actually might summarize all and 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 uh, you know link those two arguments uh, as a mediator uh, or give something that would be really um, uh, valuable because all the arguments were already uh, you know shot <laughs> uh, yeah you know, already said yeah. and then you're sitting here and just like listen guys okay so there's one more question or listen guys I need, I think because you already created uh, your belief about what's going on uh, yeah. by listening to others that makes me think about the conversation we had some time ago regarding uh, <clears throat> regarding you are meeting new people and you you are in a you know group of let's say five people and um, um, and they are talking about something that you are good in you know L let's go I don't know with photography or with, with playing music or with I don't know uh, hitting the drums right um, and sometimes we might feel that you know i should say something i that's my hobby i'm i'm really good at it and i you know in order to to show your position in in this crowd that you are also that you are also important that you are also um you know knowledgeable on this topic and do an experiment i think you you introduced the experiment uh, that, that you said that you started doing that yeah um that that you um started not to speak up on this in order to 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 kind of what was the purpose and until someone i mean for me I mean, until someone asked you to say something about some topic yeah uh -huh. you know for me it was an exercise for your ego yeah <laughs> yeah because you know when i'm confident for example i'm confident in lie deception or behaviorism uh and uh, and 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 uh, in general human being and while there's a group of people talking about, well, I, f I think, and they're sharing their opinions, which are, you know, most of the times are very interesting. 
uh, and the other person, oh, I wasn't on a training, or the other say, oh, I was, I was in one workshop, uh, and I'm just there, you know, trying to, f uh, you know, talk with myself, saying, listen, <laughs> I mean, I don't need to do that. Nobody asked me to do to do that. Uh, I'm just observing, and I'm gonna tame my ego and yeah. tame myself if I'm gonna if I will not sh say anything until the end of conversation and nobody's asked me about anything of these, I will buy myself an ice cream. I don't know, buy myself, I somehow will be so happy, you know, like yeah. I said, yeah. damn, I didn't have this need to, to, you know, expose myself and think, listen, I know more. I've been there and here and I've had a workshop and I actually do the, the, the do the workshops on that. Uh, and because I did for, for experiment, for, for myself, for, for, uh, as, can I can I do it? Is it is and it, for me it's a sign of okay you're you're confident with who I, who you are. You don't need no. someone's arguments. I mean someone's attention, someone's judgment in order for you to feel good at something. You yeah, you don't need to show off in a, in a crowd or. So that was uh, this kind of that was the purpose of the experiment. Nice for nice. myself to 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 have this feeling. Oh my God! I went through the whole conversation without even mentioning it that yeah. I, that they are speaking about something that I'm passionate about. Uh, because nobody asked me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think you know, I think that that side uh, side effect of this this kind of behavior might be also training uh, how we listen to others, uh, yes. our curiosity, not thinking, okay, I will I will now jump in the conversation to say about yeah my extraordinary achievement, but you just listen and you might find a lot of in inspiration, even if you know some of those facts, but how people perceive them, you know, how do they um, tackle from which angle. I think this this leaves a lot of opportunities uh, to self-reflect and to reflect on you know what others are speaking about. And you know the conversation when you are you know <coughs> meeting someone and you you know even with with friends and you say, listen, I was on my on vacation, I went there and there and there and start talking about, and before they listen, they interrupt and say, oh, I was there as well. Oh, we've yeah. seen that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shut up for a moment. I mean, just let me. Let me just say and cherish my moment. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And explain exactly. my story. You know, like give me my story for a moment. Uh, uh, I really, I mean, if we can do anything with this podcast apart, podcast, podcast, podcast apart, <laughs> apart, teaching, you know, um, how we brain, how we, how we are wired, and and uh, uh, how people uh, behave, and what is the intention behind behind the uh, behavior. There's also something else is like, be better person. Uh, please do not interrupt. Please do not have the need to interrupt and say, listen, I got it too. Because in one, this is one also not mentioned before, but not verbal clue of not being confident. Uh, I would even ma make it more general. <clears throat> Thank you. Because my, my that, the that, um, I think when people are sharing, for instance, their hardships, you know, they are going through through hard time or something like that, uh, and people, um, I think they tend to uh, tend to say that, and I will mention what in a second, in order for um, in order to kind of support. But you know, somebody is saying, you know, I had this hard time, and they are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah I had this hard time, you know, last year, and I did this and that. And I just, I just want to share, yeah, you know, exactly. I, do, I don't need to hear about your stuff. I'm one going most, through something. One of the most important thing and need that human, human beings have is to 
uh, possibility of speaking out loud to someone uh, without being interrupted. Being heard. Being I mean, heard. I, I, I think heard. being yeah, heard is one. is one of the major reasons why a lot why many i don't know the percentage that's that's my uh, impression uh, why many relationships fail because at some point people stop being hurt and they are going like in in defense or something you know you are again you are doing this and that right but they are doing this and that because of something and perhaps Always. they haven't been hurt but anyway, let's let's go back. Uh, <laughs> we did a little bit a journey <laughs> off the road. Yeah. Uh, so so okay. So we said about verbal uh, verbal signs, nonverbal signs, and we started with the behavior uh, signs, which you started with uh, with with. Remind me with the with uh, yeah, with, uh, giving, giving others, others space to speak. <clears throat> space to speak. Uh, okay. Next thing is being open to different opinions or yeah, ar argument that that, that mm. you welcome those ways of thinking and you know are willing to take it under consideration uh, in a, in the discussion and um, appreciating also contradictory opinions or even agreeing to disagree I, I think this is this should be used more often let's agree to disagree we, we don't always need to find conclusion um, in, in some situations and some we need of course um, but um, I think it shows the difference between being right and making the right decision yeah, so when you said about that we don't need conclusion all the time, I was thinking, do we need a conclusion for our episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, I, we are... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, being right is not the same as making the right decision. The latter focuses on the effect rather than, you know, again, as the, the quote that I shared at the beginning from Chase Jarvis, you know, it doesn't focus on our dignity and how we are perceived it focuses on on doing the right thing yeah <clears throat> cool should we conclude so well well in a nutshell um one can end with saying that a verbal or non-verbal aspects true self-confidence does not scream yeah <laughs> it's there but it's not over emphasized 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 it's not over emphasized yeah over emphasized is not theatrical um, mm -hmm. you can feel you can feel it being you know present uh, but it's not attacking you anyway in any way yeah so uh, ending on this slightly uh, poetic note uh, hope you enjoyed this episode please share your thoughts on how you uh, perceive others confidence um, and um, in the next episode we'll share how to build self-confidence and uh, be seen as confident you know by changing your behavior we did touch a little bit on here uh, mm -hmm. because we said what you know what is not uh, that what does not look uh, uh, is not confident, but uh, but we'll uh, share it uh, more of that stuff in the next episode. Yeah, uh, do do check out show notes. Uh, we will um, we will add some meaty stuff for you to 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 dwell deeper in some of the things that we mentioned. And signing off. It was signing off. Martin Yarek, and this was Let's Behave podcast.